T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It is hour two of the G-Bag Nation. We are standing by for a Mike McCarthy press conference. Uh, just hours after a, a, a lot of interesting news about the Cowboys coaching staff has been revealed. Uh, Frank Reich will be the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers, uh, which means Kellen Moore does not have an, uh, a job interest out there right now. He apparently interviewed well, uh, but the defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes lose out, out on that. So if Dan Quinn does take a head coaching job, there is another premium defensive coordinator candidate sitting out there along with uh, Vic Fangio. So a couple of good options if Dan Quinn does uh, move on. But, man, this thing is interesting because we also have the dismissal of George Edwards, the linebackers coach, and it becomes really interesting. Joe Philbin is gone as well. Who is who is making all these calls? Is it Mike McCarthy getting rid of his friend and Dan Quinn's D.C., or is this the Jones family coming in here hot and saying, we got to make over your coaching staff a little bit more so you can do a, a, a better job coaching the team. That does seem dysfunctional to me. And maybe, maybe we're about to get snarky Mike McCarthy at this presser, just like he was last year on the Rich Eisen show. Uh, who, who knows? Like, it, it's fascinating, um, you know, what all these different developments could mean for the future of the Cowboys and how Mike McCarthy's going to play it. So that's the tell. We get snarky Mike. That yeah. means. Cowboys, the Joneses are the ones making these moves. We're not retaining your guy, Joe. We're not retaining George. Sorry, Mike. We're making the decisions here. You're going to put the staff together. No, no, no. It's our staff. We're the ones putting it together. And that's kind of ridiculous. I would think so. I yeah. mean, that just means you don't trust your coach Pretty to much. make the right choices. And maybe, maybe he's like, well, I, I didn't do that good of a job. So if you guys want to you know, name my whole staff like you almost did when I got here, uh, at least on the offensive side, maybe he's okay with it. And he de- he definitely yeah. didn't with Mike Nolan. That yeah. was a fail. But he moved on from Nolan, and if he indeed, indeed made the decision to get Dan Quinn, he deserves a lot of credit for that one. Yeah. I mean, that was a hell of a hire. D- d- would you be offended, Chief, if you're the head coach? Uh, is this weird to you? If, d- if the Joneses are doing all this? Yeah, I mean, I do think that in general, usually, and correct me if I'm wrong, Broadus, but the head coach has like 90 plus percent of the say on who his staff is going to be. Yeah. That's, usually, I mean, yeah. that's usually, usually the way it goes. Usually it is, yeah. So, uh, but this is not. Unless they don't want to call the offense and he just kind of kept Kellen Moore on, you know? I mean, that, those are the kinds of things that, you know, usually these coaches want to bring their own guys, you know? Yeah. And, and so. Yeah, I, I think that the I think the Joneses were allowing him to do that, but if you kind of go through the list of names that have been here that are no longer part of the organization, it's a pretty long list of guys that Mike McCarthy's brought in. Right, you go back to Jim Tom Sula, Mike Nolan, you know, Rob Davis, 
You know, there's there's a yeah, there's he's, a pretty long list of guys that you know that are that Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, the Jones family had to pay you know some money out probably to move on from some contracts. Yeah, like and I don't view the Dan Quinn hire as a Mike McCarthy hire. I view that as hey, you bleeped up with Mike Nolan, and we're gonna go, we're gonna tell you who your defensive coordinator is now. And that's the Joneses and Will McClare or whoever is, you know, a part of that brass. Unless unless you got to deal with like, okay, Rich McKay, who is the president of the Atlanta Falcons, is works on the competition committee with Stephen Jones. You know, the, the Mike McCarthy hire is basically is Jay Glazer telling the Joneses like, hey, Mike McCarthy, you need to look at Mike McCarthy. So maybe, maybe that Dan Quinn hire might have been, you know, Rich McKay in Atlanta saying, listen, we this guy's really a good coach. You might want to look at him as a defensive coordinator. Think he could do that. Kind of, you know, but it, you know, it they hired the guy. That's the most important thing. Well, we are standing by for Mike McCarthy's press conference up there at the Ford Center at, at the Star. There's no way we get news on Kellen Moore here, right? Or do you think he'd give his endorsement? Like we aren't moving why why this press conference now? The timing is so interesting with nothing fully resolved and all this drama in the air. I yeah. would think you're getting news on him if he's staying. If they're not moving on from Kellen Moore, why would you not just say Kellen will be here? Yeah. Why you know and, Yeah, this and, should be very telling. Right. Like if Kellen's not going anywhere, why would you not just say, Yeah, we plan on having Kellen back as our offensive coordinator unless for some reason he does end up going to interview for one of these other head coaching jobs. Now that doesn't seem like that's the case because all these other gigs are onto their second interviews and they never requested Kellen. So I don't think Kellen's in the running for any of these other jobs. And, and going back to the original question, Dawson, and and it's just because Broadus brought this up earlier. Like if you're one, of, if you're a coach, like wouldn't you want the authority? But as you, as Broadus mentioned, like if you're McCarthy and you think that they could easily just pull a fast one on you, and now Dan Quinn's the head coach, you're going to be much more willing to acquiesce to okay. Sure, we'll take whatever oh, I, yeah. coaches you want because I don't want to. I don't want to rub you the wrong way, and you already got my replacement right here in Dan Quinn. You can yeah. just you could just make that decision. So McCarthy is he's having to fight with that as well. I would imagine in regards to the coaching staff and how much can I push back? Because if I push back too much on a hire or a fire, then will they just bleep can me? And Dan Quinn's the head coach now. Yeah, I think there's a because that's when I was asking Gavin yesterday about this question. I said, if you're Jerry Jones, just casually ask Dan Quinn, "Hey, Dan, if you got an OC job, are you giving? You got the head coaching job somewhere? Who would be your OC?" And he'd tell you know he'd tell Jerry. And if you make a determination that maybe Dan and that OC is better than what Mike and the OC patterns I'm looking at right now, you know, I might make a switch there. But I, I think I don't think anybody wants to lose Dan Quinn over there. I really, really don't. And the fact that they moved on from George Edwards and George thought that he had an opportunity for that job, yeah. some, something's going on over there. That and hopefully Mike McCarthy, you know, will be down line and be able to talk to us about it. He might just kick the can down the line, you know, and and wait until you know the Joneses can get up there. Usually, we get a season-ending press conference where Jerry and Steven and the head coach are up there talking. So far in the email, it's just Coach McCarthy's season-ending press conference. So right. this effectively replaces that end-of-season presser that we're used to under the old PR regime, right? I, I assume this is just going to be Mike McCarthy, and it's an official item of NFL business that you have to do a press conference to sort of put a bow on on the end of of your season. I I think that's what we're getting. I hope he doesn't just 
just you know, a stall and, and say we're going to have to ask Jerry and Steven about that, but we have to be prepared for it. it. It's just fascinating, though, that George Edwards is gone because if you are, if you're Dan Quinn and you don't know why that happened, are, are the Joneses making adjustments to your coaching staff as well? What have I had done to deserve that? And does that make you want to leave? Like, you wouldn't be messing with Dan Quinn's coaching staff without his permission if you're trying to retain him in any way possible. There's just so many confusing things. It's it's a legit sports unsolved mystery that's come to find us very early in this offseason. Very weird. Very, very strange. But that's kind of the, the Cowboys, right? They operate like no other organization in professional sports. They've got a coach, a head coach that, that ran out of contract, sit around in his office for a week. Yeah. While they were conducting interviews. I mean, that's we're, we're, we're guessing. You know that, and and that's kind of the fun of probably the Joneses. They're they're loving it. They they love kind of the guessing game, and well, what it's it's we're talking I, I about think, it, and wondering. I think there's some legitimacy though to the fact that Jerry looks at that staff and like, why do I have 30 guys on the staff? I think there is two. I think there's like, why do I? You know, I mean, he he won Super Bowls, and maybe that's you know that's very 1990s. But you look at how these staffs. It, it seems like there's assistance to the assistants now. Yeah. And Jerry's probably looking at that. I'll tell you, the worst thing that happened to us, probably at DallasCowboys.com, was when Jerry was in the Hall of Fame or got nominated for the Hall of Fame, he flew in in the helicopter. We were all lined up on the field to welcome him back to the star. It was We were too deep for 80 yards. He was wow. probably flying in going, I pay all these people's salary? Yep. You know? I mean, there, there's a, I mean, there's a point in time, yeah, you need people to, to operate the team and stuff, but like 80 yards too deep of employees for the Dallas Cowboys and that wasn't even his team mm-hmm. that was just that was just people that worked for the organization he probably I'm probably he, that's why I think he looks at his his coaching staff and says why do we have all these guys analytics and this and that you know he probably can't wait till he can hire bots and AI. Yeah, like why do you need a quality control assistant? Yeah. But you're right. I mean, yeah. he went out of his way and kind of named the entire number of coaches on the staff. Well, the whole thing, what was it about? He he, he kind of, it was something that they should notice it. There was something, a comment that, I think it was Sean and RJ asked him about something, and he just said, well, we've got 30 coaches. Yeah. We should be able to figure it out. You know, that's yeah, we have the most coaches in the NFL. He he said that almost with contempt in the past. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I I don't want them to down downsize their coaching staff. I mean, you have the most popular TV show in America. You're worth billions of dollars. We're talking about millions. This isn't a place where you're a Scrooge. Okay. Oh, I can't believe I'm giving you hundreds of thousands of dollars to be a football coach for me. That that's just pure greed. You know. That has nothing. That's not going to impact your life at all. But if you're looking at a guy and thinking, "Man, I'm I'm giving him six figures," uh, that's uh, that ain't right to me. Here's uh, Mike McCarthy press conference. David Moore, Dallas Morning News. Before we get to the uh, the season or the game, can you just talk about uh, what went behind your decisions with uh, the, your coaching staff moving forward? Definitely. Um, I think first and foremost, um, you know, it's at it's the time of year where uh, you evaluate everything and. And, you know, the longer that I do this, uh, clearly gets harder. Um, you know, the personal component, you know, obviously um, you're talking about some relationships that um, I've been involved with a long time. So uh, that part is, you know, probably the t- toughest clearly for me. But I think professionally, um, it, this, is, this is the time of year. And, and, you know, for 17 years, I've always operated under the, you know, I've talked about this here in the past, you know, you got to look at change, uh, adjustments, and 
in Ephesus each and every year. And, you know, and frankly, a lot of different variables went into the, to this decision, obviously the number of coaches, but um, I, you know, I think it's, you know, variables that you usually don't talk about in, in this space, but, uh, you know, this is, this was something that was really, really being discussed, you know, as early as last year, and it has more to do with uh, definition and design of your staff, uh, philosophical uh, beliefs, you know, economic structure, all those things that, that go into it, and, and just taking a step back uh, because, you know, this really started uh, for, you know, Jerry and I uh, back in the spring. Um, you know, when I was hired, you know, I came in here, we did a lot of different things differently. You know, it was how the staff was put together the, and, and those, you know, and not diving in every detail, but it, this was this was more about change that um, that we felt just needed needed to happen. So, um, and, you know, it, it's not as performance-based or, you know, as we like to tie everything, but, but it, there is a component of that too. I mean, let's be honest, I mean, you know, I wouldn't be standing up here Talking about it this week, if we're you know if we're obviously we're still playing, so um, just a lot of different variables went into this one, and and it's just you know something that you know you'll, you'll see you know well you I don't know if you really recognize, but we'll operate a little differently as it's from a staff. This will be like you say, it's not just all uh, evaluation of performance, but it's also maybe a staff consolidation. Like all of these won't be filled. It's kind of a yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just you know getting clarity on on identification. I mean, I think you go. You know, anytime you go into a program, I've been fortunate to be on the front end of, of year one of, of programs. I, those have been incredible learning experiences. You know, I went to Kansas City in '93, but Marty Schottenheimer had already had his program established, but was able to go into the, you know as a first install the new of a new offense. You know, um, and then no, no differently, um, you know, my time in New Orleans. You know, when you, you're able to go in there day one, uh, you see how there's there's starting point every. Every staff that I've ever been a part of, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's the same in your industry. I mean, there's job description, job responsibilities, there's roles, there's the details and definitions of everything. So, um, and I think just like anybody, um, I know for me in particular, it doesn't always stay exactly the same. You know, no, we did not change, you know, hardly at all from last year to this year. But, um, you know, the reality from a performance perspective, uh, you know, we're 12 and five, two years in a row. So um, how are we going to move forward? Well, there's, there's going to be change. There's, there's going to be adjustments and, and we got a whole lot of positives to emphasize. So um, that's the clarity of, of how I go through it. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, it takes a lot. It takes, it's, it takes a lot of time. And, um, but, you know, trust me, um, you know, personally, those aren't decisions you really, uh, you really care to make, but this is, we all understand the industry we're working in, the professional challenges, the expectations, and and, and frankly, the the higher you move up in this league with with responsibility, the higher the expectations. So, um, all those things factor. All right. So, for we start Graham, are you done making staff changes that you control? Is it's Kellen Moore coming back as your offense coordinator? Well, I, I think just clearly, um, you know, this this where I'm at. I, frankly, I just saw Kellen briefly. You know, my evaluation process is. <laughs> Um, is still going on, you know. So I had a chance to meet with Dan, and that's why I was running late before I before I came over here, um, you know, just to get filled in on where you know what's going on with him and and you know the outlook there. And so we'll, you know we'll continue to talk, and you know, and I'm, I'm hopeful to get together with Kellen, you know, as early tomorrow. Uh, Mike Tower, with you, how difficult is it to operate without knowing 
if Dan is going to be back and what where things stand with him? Um, I, I feel I feel good about uh, where we are. You know, I, I feel good about it. You know, our assistant coaches and you know what we've established um, on defense. You know, I think two years is, you know, we took we took a step. Um, but yeah, I, I think from a staff structure, you know, um, you know, we, we'll give Dan his due time. So hopefully, we'll have an answer sooner than later. John Michelle, the Athletic. Uh, speaking of the offense, what what's the plan going into this offseason on? Uh, you know, getting Dak to a level where you know, not just to get better, but get rid of the, the, the turnovers and just play at a higher level. Well, I mean, I know as long as I've been doing this, you're you're always working on to improve your quarterback. Um, you know, I, I think just you know some of the things that you know are starting to circulate across my desk. Um, you know, and just really had a chance to start looking at some of these things this morning because uh, I have been tied up with the players. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but you know. Uh, you know, one of the big big emphasis uh, this year was you know you know games of seventy percent completion. You know, and I, I think Dak had what twelve last year, and of seventeen, I think he had fourteen this year, or no, eight eight of fourteen, and and, uh, and six. Anyways, we improved in that area. So just just briefly looking at that, um, so you, you you watch that because you know that that's all part of it. You know, the completions, the decisions, uh, turnovers is, is is obviously a huge negative there. Um, so yeah, I, I think this will all be part of, you know, how we look, how we look to, you know, our offense. You know, we're not going to just, we're not just going to change the date on how we do things in, you know, 2023. I can, I can promise you that. So um, we'll, we'll look to change and adjust and emphasize, you know, what we need to do throughout the offense. You know, I, I had a chance to, you know, speak to every player, and, and there's some very insightful. Uh, comments and, and conversation that you have with your players. Um, you know, obviously, I'm talking more leaning towards more towards the uh, veterans. So I think, you know, for me personally, I, th I think you have to just take the time. Frankly, maybe get a little bit of sleep and take the emotion out of it, and and then you just you sort through it. And, and that's you know that's where I'm hoping to get to starting tomorrow and over the weekend. Calvin Watkins, Dallas Morning News. Obviously, the running game wasn't where you wanted it. I guess toward the end of the year. Just when you evaluate that and Zeke and Pollard and even Malik, how do you evaluate that position right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not really ready to dive in and all that. I don't know when the next time we talk, but yeah, we're just getting, you know, we haven't, you know, we haven't turned a cut up on. We haven't, uh, even had, we haven't even had a postseason personnel meeting. You know, um, I understand there's, you know, in the list of free agents that we have, but you know, I had did brief, briefly just to talk to those individuals. But you know, we haven't met as a coaching staff, and definitely haven't met with the personnel guys yet. Some of the coaches that are expiring contract, do you expect those guys to return? Expiring? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll continue to work through this. Like I said, we, you know, we obviously had a, 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 very, a very difficult day yesterday, and um, you know, we're, we're really, really in day two of the coaching evaluation. Mike, Mike Fisher, Spanish Sports Illustrated. Can you say with some clarity that if Kellen Moore is available to you, that is to say he doesn't get a head coaching job, that he's back as your offensive coordinator? I know. I really don't want to play this game, you know, today. Um, um, it's been a long couple of days. So um, we, Kellen Moore, and just like the rest of the coaches, will be evaluated. You know, every coach will be evaluated. So um, the evaluation just, you know, it, it takes more one day. So, yeah. Edward or ESPN, how convinced are you that this offense is the direction you want to go uh, with with the system you're in right now, as opposed to 
Uh, what do you, what do you, can you be more specific? I mean, is there something you're, I mean, you just were talking about what, terminology or how we run the ball or? As you have it, as you, I mean, it's been here since. Well, yeah, but we, we don't run the system that, that Jason Garrett ran. I mean, you know, we, we use a lot of the terminology and that, that was really to benefit uh, Dak and the players that were here when I arrived. Um, you know, I, I'll say this, conception, you need to evolve every year. You know, I mean, you, you don't, if you ever stay the same, no one stays the same. If you, I, you know, I, I don't think it's feasible just to line up and run the same things every year. You know, the variations of what you run and what you believe in, I mean, you know, your staples are there, but uh, you know, how you protect those and so forth. But um, I, I'm just, I don't know what you're looking for. What you're looking for. We won't be exactly the same next year. I mean, we'll be, you know, ten to fifteen. If you're looking for, you know, we will adjust. It, it never stays the same. So, uh, we will definitely continue to try to evolve our offense. There's no question. I mean, um, let, let's not be, you know, blind to the fact of the productivity of this offense. I mean, this has been an extremely effective, you know, a, a productive offense the last two years. I mean, if, you know, I know. I know the first question is about Dak's uh, interceptions, but you know, look at look at our scoring average when he returned this year. I mean, it's it was the best in the league. So, I think it's important to recognize all the factual points when we get into not only these discussions with you know with us as coaches, uh, but it, you know it'll definitely be a big part of the direction we go. Anyway, we CNBC five. Mike, um, can you self-reflect at all from what you thought you had as your football team when you got there at training camp to, to how it ended up finishing in your mind about you know, just what you wanted from it? Yeah, I think it's an uh, uh, insightful question where, you know, when, you, when I go back to those days, um, you know, we had a lot of questions. You know, we were a very young football team. I think we started the year uh, the third youngest team in the league. Um, you know, we still had some. You look at some of the veteran free agents we, we've added since then. So, you know, I mean, my point is there, there were still player acquisition opportunities involved. Um, but, uh, you know, I thought we had a, I thought we had an extremely productive offseason program. It was, it was the best one that we had in my time here. So that, that always excites me going into camp because I, I, um, I, I know the players are ready for camp. You know, you have to get them ready for camp. Um, but, you know, I, I thought just the way we were able to get our young players to, to connect. I mean, frankly, the, the veteran players almost to a man uh, we're very, very complimentary of our rookie class. You know, fellas, the best rookie class we've had in my time here, as far as how they connected and and contributed. Um, so, yeah, I, I you know I thought the you know the unknowns were were exciting, but it grew. I, I thought our young players contributed. I mean, you know, we had a rough first outing against Tampa, and you know, Cooper coming in there, and you know, we're able to win games and, and continue to continue to get better, and you know, on defense, and you know, keep, keep you know. Growing with the young guys, so um, I like the I like the path that we went on. I mean, you want to you want to be playing your best football at the end. I mean, you know, obviously didn't have that in Washington, but you know, there, there's an extreme amount to be proud of. You know, I mean, this this was a team that grew. Um, you know, let's be honest, you all weren't very excited about us at week one. You know, so um, I think that you know we grew into the team that we were close to being where we wanted to be. Mike, can you also talk about Rob Davis, who you brought with you yeah. in, in, in his release? Extremely personal. Um, obviously, you know, Rob, Rob, Rob excuse me, Rob is as close to brother me as um, that exists. Um, so tough, you know, but that's the profession. You know, I think just like anything, uh, Rob knows 
more than anybody um, what um, my focal points are of, of how to get better, how to get better, what needs to be done. And um, but yeah, very very tough decision. But uh, I thought I thought Rob made a tremendous impact in the three years he was here. You know, not only in our locker room, uh, but with our coaching operations. You know, he has he has a unique skill set, and you know, I obviously, I mean, it's a relationship that'll always be there. So, Rob, Rob will do great things. Dave, I know you had individual discussions with the players as they left, but what was your overall overriding message to the team as, as this season came to an end? What what kind of did you get on with them? And you know, I, I you know I spoke on some things and you know after after the game, but um, you know, the exit interview that what I've found over the year years is you know, if I'm talking too much, it it, it you're, you're not you're not really reaching the you know the the which which really looking for and just and it's not as much as the quality, it's the quantity because you know if you if you sit there and everything you write down and react to, then you know it's I mean you, you can't do that. I mean you're, you're, that's not not practical, but. Um, I, I just, um, you know, just, I have a list of 12 questions, um, and you know, one of the questions is about the locker room. And I, I've never, in 17 years, I've, I've never seen a group talk about the locker room the way this this year's team talks about the connection that they have, and, and that's something that, you know, I, I take tremendous pride in because you know, it's there's a lot of work that goes into that, the, the focus that goes into that, and most importantly, the players got to make it happen. So. Um, so we, we, we have a lot to build off of. Uh, we have an incredibly strong uh, locker room as far as connection and the belief of, of what we're doing, how we're doing it, and uh, in our ability to, to win. So um, and I, I think that gives us a great, you know, great foundation as we continue to you know, look forward into 2023. Because you know, the reality is you, know, you don't get to just pick up where you left off. You know, we don't get to pick up where we left off in 13 wins. You, know, you, you start all over again. So um, there's always change. You know, there's we change our roster. There's, uh, you know, and there's definitely there's going to be some adjustments. And you know, but then, you know, but I, I think we got a whole lot to emphasize. You know, and starting with that locker room. We found that sort of connection when you have the inevitable change helps it become more accepted because everyone's kind of on the same page and they're willing. Okay, let's let's give this a shot now. This is something we need to do. Um, I guess I'm not sure what you mean by the inevitable. Well, I mean, change. you're going to have a lot of change. Change mm -hmm. is coming. The, the fact that they're so close knit as a group does mm -hmm. that give you, you know, does that encourage you that they're going to accept what changes are coming mm -hmm. along because you've kind of built that trust within them? Yeah, I think a big part of a, having a you know a strong locker room is the is the level of trust and understanding that gives you the maturity to handle change professionally. No, no one likes change. I mean, but um, you know, there's you know, there's there's comfort, there's confidence, there's connection, that you know, uh, that personally, um, you know, yesterday was not a good day, in, in the realm of you know personal relationships, um, but it, it's it's part of our business. I mean, I'm I mean, I don't I don't I don't look at other press conferences of, of head coaches, but I mean, it, I mean, I mean, it, this this is part of how we move forward, and, and it's and it's tough. You know, whether you agree with it or not agree with it, but one thing I do know that comes out of it is, you know, it's an opportunity for growth. I mean, it, it creates new opportunities for others. It's in, in, and ultimately it comes down to the players, you know, performing and winning games, and you know, we'll continue to pour everything we possibly can into that. Brad. Mike, Brad Sham, Cowboys Radio. Just gut feeling. How do you feel about what you have coming out of this year compared to 
what you felt last year? Um, at this time last year? Yes, sir. Um, boy, I, you know, I, I, I'm still stung from Sunday, you know, and I, I think I was, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I'm sure it wasn't much different last year, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not far enough along. I'm, I'm excited about the future. I'm, I'm ex the players give me great confidence and, and excitement and energy about, you know, about this championship program that we're, we feel like we're, we're building and, and have a chance to take it to the next step. So that, that gives me, you know, you know, a whole lot of peace, you know, particularly sitting down with these guys the last, the last three, last three years. It couldn't have been more positive. Um, you know, they, everybody felt we took a step from the year before. Um, so, but, you know, definitely all disappointed because we all felt that we had, you know, had an opportunity to, to get to where we wanted to get to. So, yeah, I, I, I can't. That's the best I can do, Brad. Uh, Mike, how quickly would you like to get the rest of the staff stuff uh, resolved? Oh shoot! Um, I mean, you always want to, you know, you always want to resolve that, but you know, um, yeah, I, you know, I think it's important to go through the evaluation process. You know, if, if anything, I probably err on taking too long, didn't, didn't going too fast. So, um, yeah, I, I just got to go through the, inf you know, the information, have the conversations, and you know, we'll see how it sorts out. Yeah, I don't have a timeline for you. And, and then on the personnel side, after you guys decided to. Uh, Move, move on from Amari. Did you do it? Are you looking back on it? Did you rely too much on Michael coming back from the ACL surgery? Did you think a third round pick could fill in? Should you have done approach that differently after? Yeah, I think those are great questions. I think those are questions that you know that uh, they'll be part of discussions in the future. You know, I, I think you know those conversations are really ongoing. You know, um, so I mean, you're always. Looking at your decision making, you're you're always evaluating it uh, because you know you, you, that's all good information to what's in front of you. You know, what, what, you know when you get to the next decision. Okay, you know, let's make sure we, we we learn from you know the decisions we made in the past. Carlos Nava, ESPN Deportes coach. How do you evaluate Isaac Alarcón after two years being an international player? His contract with the NFL International expired. Do you think he's closer to be a regular player, practice squad, something like that? I think he's definitely grown immensely. You know, he's actually headed back to Monterey to, you know, for finish his uh, degree. So that's his that's his plan this spring. But, you know, um, I, I, I he's made leaps and bounds from from year one to two, and, and then just first in, more in the weight room and you know the understanding of it. But boy, he, he's he's really developed into a, to to, to a really fine prospect. You know, one of the things actually Isaac and I were talking about, I think he was in there Tuesday was, you know, he he played a, a bunch of defensive line for us in the look teams, and uh, I mean for and he never played D line before, so um, just really showed, you know, some intangibles and that, that really it got us excited. So I mean, he's definitely someone we will be talking about this spring. No. Uh, Jonah Javad, WFAA. Um, Mike, how would you assess or summarize the season Dak Prescott had and what needs to happen around him or for him to get to where you guys want to go? Uh, I think the I think assessment is 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 um, something we need to continue to look at through the evaluation process. I think we need to go back and you know. You know, comparables of you know, did we grow as much as you know we'd like to, and 
you know, from last year to this year. I, I think the majority of those, um, you know, situational outlooks will be will be positive of nature. Um, so, I mean, s summarize. I, I think, you know, the, the big thing, you know, it's it, it's always, you know, uh, when, when you get to these spots, you know, the quarterback has a bright light on them. So, um, I, I think it's just important to take the time to to make sure we go, you know, back through everything. So, you know, summer, I mean, we came up short, so, um, and we're all part of that. It starts with me. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, statistically, I thought, he, I thought he did some great things. And the follow-up to that, what would need to happen around him or for him in order to maybe get over that proverbial playoff hump? Well, I think the one thing that, that you know, doesn't really get talked about much when you, when you talk about advancing your football team, um, and it happens every off season. You know, there's there's off season grades or opinions, and it's all based off who you bring in. You know, who you bring into your team, and living in a draft and develop world since 2006, the one thing you got to really look at is, you know, that second year group. How much are they going to prove going into their third year? You know, that rookie class. You know, that second year jump that they're all going to make. And I have confidence they will. You know, so. What's the value of that improvement? So, you know, is that two free agents, three free agents? I mean, those are all realistic conversations. But there will be self-improvement from within our roster. Uh, I've seen it now for 17 years. So I have great confidence in that, and, 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 I, and I love our three draft classes. Uh, so that so we do know we got that going for us, you know, and it's, um, you know, just the number of guys, you know, working here in Dallas is unique and special because the majority of your players live five, ten minutes from here. Um, so these guys are, I mean, they're anxious to get back and get rolling, you know, in, in end of February, early March. So that's, that's, a, that's a great asset to have. And, and that all plays into that jump that it, I know we'll make, you know, internally. Haley. Mike, Haley said in DallasCowboys.com, when you look back at the season, what are you most proud of of the guys and what they were able to accomplish this year? Uh, I'll tell you, I'd say their connection. Um, this, is a, this is an extremely tight group. Um, Connection clearly, uh, you know, I think that's clearly reflected, you know, throughout the exit interviews, um, you, just in their comments, uh, their work ethic. I mean, um, you know, been doing this a long time. You, you, you got lots of GPSs, everything, but you, you know, you have you know rules and in 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 values of, of regulation that really give you you know an idea where you are as far as going through your work efficiency and everything. This is a team that had. Very high work ethic, very consistent work ethic. Um, so, uh, and that was from really from week week one all the way through. So, yeah, there, there's a lot to be proud of, you know, as far as the intangibles you look for to, to you know, towards winning. I think you know just the obvious would be winning 13 games. I mean, that, that's 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 you know that's a uh, you know that, that's the level of success that you like to you know continue to build off of. But yeah, there's a lot to be thankful for, and a lot that I'm appreciative of. Calvin. Mike, uh, yes, there's been progress here since you've been here, but what do you say to your fan base that says it's been 27 years since we've got one of those trophies out there? What do you say to that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're, we're all just as disappointed as our fans. And, and, but um, I, I do want to acknowledge the fans. I mean, it, incredible. I mean, that you know, when you go to a home away game, you know, on the road to the away game in a home crowd is is obviously uh, pretty intensive, but you can still hear your fan base. I mean, I, I think it speaks speaks volumes. I mean, we talk about this regularly in here as as far as how our fan base is uh, 
heard on the road. So uh, I, I, the support is incredible. Uh, but I, I, I'll tell you this, you know, from the moment I walked off the field, you know, I, you know, I was thinking, starting to think about change, adjust, and emphasize. So I, I just, you know, please have confidence and, and, and clear understanding that we're going to do everything we need to do, you know, to get this trophy. Scott. Skyler Dixon with the AP. You mentioned conversations with Jerry going back to the spring as far as staff changes. Some of these changes are your guys going way back. Some of them have been with the organization a pretty long time before you're here. As you come through these conversations, where do you feel like your relationship is with Jerry and the front office? Well, the, the relationships, um, you know, or the conversations, excuse me, the conversations were more about design, you know, philosophy um, and, and, and structure, you know, so. Um, and then in how it applied to, you know, the advancement of the staff too. But, you know, as far as my relationship with Jerry, I, you know, um, just using his word, we're, 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 in a, we're in an excellent spot. You know, he's, uh, the partnership that we have, he's, he's excited about. Um, he told me a number of times this, you know, this week that he wants me to coach here as long as Coach Landry did. And I said, okay, you know, you know that's, that's a long time. But, uh, you know, so, but, um, you know, yeah, I, I feel really good about uh, our relationships. I think our, our ability to discuss and disagree is, um, is we, we do a good job of that. So, um, and I think that's important, you know, because when you get into these, these situations of free agency and, you know, these tough, tough decisions, you, you got to be able to have those conversations. Um, but also his support and, and what he believes. I thought he was incredible with the team Monday. You know, just the, you know, his message to the team was 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 outstanding. So, um, you know, like I said, we have we have a lot to a lot to build off of. Uh, but you know, we we are in the mode of evaluation, and and with that, um, you know, we'll continue to have conversations about how we're going to get this thing done. Jeff Cole with Fox Sports, Coach. You talk about evaluating Dak last year against this year. Uh, early in 2021, those first six games, he was just in such a zone. What do you remember about what worked during that time frame, and why has it been so hard to get him to play consistently like that since? Well, I, I think there's definitely been consistency like that this year. I mean, um, you know, we, you know, inter interceptions are, are very important, uh, you know, plays in a game. Uh, but you know, there's still you know another 30, 32 balls he throws during the course of the game, and the productivity that's come off of that uh, speaks for itself. So. Um, you know, D Dak's been through some things, um, you know, this year and, and last year as far as injury. And um, I, I think his ability to come back from injury is, is, is outstanding. You know, his, his resilience is, is exactly what you're looking for. I don't think there's a man more respected in a locker room, and you're talking about a great locker room. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot to build off of. So as, as far as the numbers of being in the zone, you know, I, I, th I think when you take a step back and take the emotion out of, how our season ended, uh, there's an incredible, incredible amount of productivity there. You know what? Uh, Mike, um, how do you go about with your staff, other guys that, that you may want to keep that, that could potentially go somewhere? I think I like someone like Brian Schottenheimer, you know, who was an analyst for you, and then you know, like last year McAdoo left. You know, guys that you bring in that you like, that you, you track five spots, and what do you do there? Well, I mean, a consultant position is, is something new. I mean, I, I you know, um, I, I've never done it before. I mean, there's obviously a personal relationship there that that that, that plays into that. Um, but you know, also, you know, they, you know, the, the, both those guys have been in this business a long time, and you know, and they have goals and aspirations. I mean, you're, you're obviously both uh, very attractive coordinator candidates. So yeah, I, 
um, yeah, I, I think you just have to look at you know all those opportunities. But you know, consultant is more, you know, that's that uh, that's that's something we've reacted to. You know, that's not something I came in here and said, hey, I need a consultant position. So you know, something that we just made made happen because of the uniqueness of the individuals. You know, I, I really don't want to get in hypotheticals, but I love our staff. You know, I think Joe Witt's tremendous. You know, I, I think we got, you know, I think we got a, a number of guys um, that can that can continue to grow. And I think when you look at the staff design, you know, you, you have your veteran coaches, and then you have your you know guys that have a little more experience, and then we have we have some really good quality control guys, younger guys. So, um, you know, our our blend is. Our blend is good, you know. So, um, you know, but you know, obviously, we'll be making some additions to that. But that's that's always been the focus. Uh, Mike, how much did you need or want to hear that from Jerry that he wants you to coach here as long as Tom Landry? Consider you know the narrative and backstory that's come about your job and who's could be the next um, coach. On. You know, I, I I get to talk to Jerry a lot, so I, I've never I've never felt that. You know, I mean, a narrative is externally generated. Um, it's uh, it's disgustingly, it's uh, you know, because I've been dealing with this as far as some of the things said about these assistants. I mean, I, I just think it's it's um, our industry should show more respect to the individuals. Um, you know, change is part of it. We all we all understand it. It's a, it's part of the, our professional responsibilities, but. When these guys, you know, their families have to listen to some of the things that, that are that are said, it's just it's not right, and uh, no different than my family. So, but no, I, that that wasn't uh, it wasn't a moment if that's what you're looking for. Ed, yeah, Mike, you um, have talked in the past about the thing you miss most since you came here is play calling, calling plays. Um, is that possible? Depending on where this goes this offseason with Kellen or somebody else, that you could be the play caller. Excellent creativity of asking me the question that I've already answered. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm just getting started in the evaluation. I'm, I'm not calling plays this week. Um, I think we clearly um, had things situated where I was very confident in how the offense was not only being called, but you know the how the game plans were being built and so forth. Um, but you know, I, I get the you know the result, and it's because of the result that we had that we I have to come in here and answer these questions, but. You know, like I said, every coach, you know, including myself, is uh, is being evaluated. Last one. Uh, you, you clearly believe you guys made progress this year. How you I guys made progress as a team? You know, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't believe. No, you clearly believe you guys made progress this year. How, I know it's elusive, but how close are you to getting over the lump? How do you how do you close do you feel this team is getting well, over? Well, I, I think it goes back to you know I think what I said earlier. You know, you don't get to pick up where you left off. You know, so I, I think our foundation is clearly stronger. You know, it's stronger than. Uh, today than where we were last year, just because we have more experience. Um, you know, we have younger guys that clearly improved. Um, you know, I'm looking for this. You know, this draft class. If this draft class is clearly the best of the three. Then you know, I think that it gives us a chance. So yeah, I'm 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 extremely excited about the about the future. You may I may not look like it right now. I've slept in days, but I mean, it just um, you know, you just got a lot of work to do. And this is this is this is the time that you start. All right. Thank you. The Mike McCarthy season-ending press conference here on your home of the Cowboys. A lot to react to and how you interpret that is coming up next here on 105.3 The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Just had a Mike McCarthy press conference. We go to Eric Chiafalo for breaking news. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, tweeting out 14 seconds ago, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn informed interested teams that he is staying in Let's Dallas. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Our guy's not going anywhere! <laughs> yes, sir. Second Arizona, Indianapolis, and Denver. Yes, sir. Breaking news on the fan is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. That's as big as anything that can happen in this offseason, wouldn't you say, Brian? Turn your mic on. Yeah, absolutely. No, I was looking down <laughs> at my phone trying to do work. Uh, yeah, no, this uh, that that is absolutely great news. Now we'll see what the structure 
uh, you know, we'll get into that whole thing, what Mike okay. was talking about and stuff. But yeah, trying to trying to get some work done, maybe figure out some things. I don't okay. know what he said. His heart is in Dallas, and he wants to win a Super Bowl here, baby. That is right. Thank you, Dan Quinn, and uh, thank you, NFL teams, for being too idiotic to give him an amazing offer to leave. Okay, because th- this is uh, one of the best coaches in, in all of football. The Cowboys get to keep him, and that is huge. Okay, we did have the Mike McCarthy press conference. He mentioned that he'd just been meeting with. Dan Quinn um, and that he planned to meet with Kellen Moore tomorrow. There is a lot of stuff to go over from that and the overall tone and what you interpret uh, some of those things to mean. We do have the Rangers hot stove show tonight 7 to 8. This is your home of the Rangers as well and Brock Burke, Taylor Hearn are going to join Sands and the Get Right 7 to 8. You're invited to come watch that show live here at 75 and fits you in our performance showroom uh, downstairs and fan bowl registration is open. You can Enter for your chance to win a spot with big money on the line, 1053thefan.com. We do have an Around the Mavs trade deadline to get to, but we'll react to the breaking news. Dan Quinn is staying again. And what Mike McCarthy had to say next in the nation. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.